These interviews were recorded both for the BBC and for my many books. We begin with five masters. Gary Burton was a major influence in modern jazz and revolutionized his instrument, the vibraphone. Mark King is the incredible leader of the group Level 42, which features his virtuosic electric bass playing while singing. Kyle Eastwood makes our day with his comments on melodic double bass playing. Composer and trumpet virtuoso Randy Brecker gives us a brilliant masterclass in improvisation. And one of the most important figures in Latin jazz, Paquito de Rivera, talks about how he learned to improvise. Well, listen, enjoy, and do let me know what you think. You have a general routine of jokes to tell, and you pace them uniquely each performance. You go off on tangents occasionally if something occurs to you during the performance, but you do have at least a general model in mind as you start your comedy routines. And that's what it feels like as a jazz improviser. We have our songs and we've played them before and our solo isn't going to be drastically different from night to night, but it's going to be nonetheless slightly different and uniquely crafted for each situation, each audience. The worst thing for a stand-up comedian is silence. They just don't need it because it means they're dying. So there was this great tradition of stand-up comics who used to make noises <clears throat> between whatever they'd say. <clears throat> they'd make a groaning noise <clears throat> just to get through to the next thing. <clears throat> There's no pause. And do you know why? It's because they don't want to think that nobody's listening. So you fill up the hole. You're improvising a new melody over the chord changes. I try and learn the melody to, to the tune and then try and find those really sweet notes that they've used to write the melody with and then try and build upon it from there and hopefully make a sort of concise idea out of it if all goes well by the end of your solo. <laughs> yeah, in fact, what you're talking about is something that the older jazz guys, uh, and I know this from my dad, they always said improvising comes from the word improve. Mm -hmm. to try to improve the melody. Yeah. Uh, and so that's exactly what you're talking about. And that's, of course, one of the reasons why you play melodically, because you're thinking of melody. Well, I mean, the way yeah. I was taught was learning your scales and everything, and then learning where all the notes are, of course, on the instruments. With string instruments, you kind of learn different positions sometimes, where what notes are under what fingers, under what you know, strings, you know, in a particular spot on the instrument. Once you learn the, the actual chord changes to the song, then you figure out what notes fit in those chord changes as they progress by in the tune, and then you can kind of hang on the good ones and try and avoid <laughs> avoid the uh, the bad ones, the not-so-purdy ones, and then also be listening to what else is going on with the other musicians in the band. So, you may well ask, how did these guys begin? Did they just wake up one morning and find they could play the trumpet like Randy Brecker? Absolutely not. Just as I did, Randy got a lot of help from his father. Well, I started out very early because my father was a piano player, and he would take me down to where he had his piano and teach me songs, coax me to sing the melody in the back of my head and play around with the melody. Later on, I would start playing with records, and I started with ballads, and I 
chose relatively lyrical players to study, Miles Davis, Chet Baker, and, well, Shorty Rogers, kind of lyrical players with not as much technique as some other trumpet players. And I started simply and just tried to copy what they did, play around with the melody. For instance, one of my favorite players is Sonny Rollins. He always related thematically his uh, improvisations to the melody. So maybe I'll play a tune for two. First, I'll play the melody, and then I'll just improvise around the melody. One, two, one, two, three, four. the whole melody. If I was to start improvising, I'd keep that in the back of my mind and kind of think what we call motivically, and maybe I'd take a phrase like just those four notes and go so one, two, one, two, three, four. was one chorus. So now I'll play another chorus. Remember the melody is and that's really all you need to play a few choruses just off that phrase. So let's try that. And by the way, this is a blues. This is just like a lot of the rock and roll music and pop music you hear. So much music is based on this form. So here we go again. One, two, one, two, three. sax and clarinet legend Paquito de Rivera also learned from his dad. My father was a classical saxophone player. He never had the ability to improvise, but he loved the music of Lester Young and Count Basie and the Benny Goodman Orchestra and Ellington and all that. I remember that I started by copying the solos of people like Harry James, Lionel Hampton, Siggy Elman, Tus Mondello, and of course the fantastic Benny Goodman. And then later on, my father explained to me that those solos were improvised. I said, what do you mean with that? I said, yeah, there is a basic melody or a harmony pattern, and then they play on top of that. I said, that means that I don't have to play what they are playing? I said, yeah, I mean that. I was like five, six, seven years old. I asked him, do that for me. He said, no, 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 I, can't, I cannot do it. I, I don't have the imagination to do it. Maybe a little variation on the melody I can make. My father was a genius in teaching. He started like, playing variations around, uh, uh, like, for example. I remember that he had a, a transcription solo that I think was by Artie Shaw. That was the first one I played. And then I started do, doing variations on the melody. Mm-hmm. 
I started doing variations, and then he explained to me, there is a thing called the basic harmony. You have to learn that harmony, and I don't know too much about that, you say. How to walk on top of that harmony. Then he took me to some of his friends, jazz players in Havana. He showed me how to use the chord symbols. I think you learn improvisation by listening to great improvisers first. Copy great improvisers and then learn the harmony and then do your own improvisation and trying to discover how it works.